Welcome to the Property Management Mastermind Show with your host, Brad Larson. Brad owns one of the fastest growing property management companies in San Antonio, Texas. This podcast is for property managers by property managers. You'll hear from industry leading professionals on best practices, new ideas, success stories, and lessons learned. This is your opportunity to learn about the latest industry buzz surrounding property management, as well as tips and strategies to improve your business. As more tenant-friendly legislations are passed, from reduced security deposits to no evictions in the winter months, and everything in between, in the future, the landlord's income will be ultimately affected, and even being driven out of their rental business. Property managers and landlords need to make sure their voices are heard to help reduce the tide of these increasing laws that will ultimately make owning a rental property more difficult and costly. Let your landlords know about Shorevestor's Landlord Protection Insurance to help Help them protect their rental income. Call us at 800-975-0562 or visit Shorevestor.com to learn more about Shorevestor and how it can help you protect your landlord's income and grow your business. Choose Seacoast Commerce Bank as your property management bank of choice. Seacoast Commerce Bank specializes in trust accounts and business banking for property managers. One of their best features is a cash analysis program where they can assist in paying your property management related invoices. Contact Allison at 619-988-6708 to learn more. And be sure to listen to the Property Management Mastermind Podcast, episode number 26 about Seacoast Commerce Bank. And welcome everybody to another edition of the Property Management Mastermind Show. I'm your host and guest, Brad Larson. Today, I've got an opportunity to interview Ms. Kelly Tolson and Ms. Chrissy Wade, and we're going to be talking about the NARPM Women's Leadership Council. This is a pretty neat deal that we're going to spend some time talking about, and I want to bring this out to the crowd because they have an upcoming event coming up on, uh, when did we say it was? We looked at it. It's after the election. It's Thursday, 12 November, starting at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard. Now, we're going to publish the, the, the links to all the places we can in the show notes and, of course, on the Facebook so I want to go back and introduce my two guests, Kelly and Chrissy. And Kelly, you are the NARPM president. So I want you to give us a little bit of a, you know, just a couple minutes of who you are, what you are, and then I'll get us right into this interview. All right. Thanks, Brad. I appreciate it. Hi. Yeah, I'm Kelly Tolson. I am the NARPM 2020 president uh, and uh, came to the property management industry over 24 years ago and been actively pursuing a business and building one since then. Um, got involved with NARPM in 2005 and kind of worked my way through the ranks and been uh, serving as the national president here in 2020 and this whole, uh, you know, the pandemic president, they call me. So yeah, it's been kind of fun and excited to share with everybody about what this Women's Leadership Council is. Um, something new for NARPM that we've uh, thought about for a long time and with your help and Chrissy's help, we're able to bring it to fruition. Well, part of the reason we're going to get into is some of the history of, of why you've decided to form this. Uh, and then I want to introduce Chrissy and she can kind of give us the background of the why. So Chrissy, give us a few minutes of who you are, what you are, and then talk about the why and how this thing started rolling. Sure. Thanks, Brad. Yeah. So I'm Chrissy Wade. Um, my bios and all my socials say super wife, super mom, a CrossFit junkie and business owner. That's kind of who I am. Uh, my husband and I have five kids, so uh, we're kind of in the next phase of our life where our youngest is 16, our oldest is 26, so we're kind of in that fun phase where we're finding our own selves again. 
Um, I have a property management company. I love property management. It's my passion. It's been going strong for about five years now. We're growing like crazy. We're in Southern California, the majority of our businesses. We are now kind of branching off and starting a new branch in the Northern California area. Um, I found NARPM uh, probably three years ago, decided to join NARPM, and it's been invaluable with the education and the tools and, um, yeah, loving it. So, oh, so you're back. To back up, yeah, yeah, here we go. Well, let's back up a little bit because if if everyone's not familiar with the NARPM, it's the National Association of Residential Property Managers. Uh, if you are involved in property management on any single level, uh, you're definitely going to want to be a part of this organization. They do very good on the education, very good on the designations, and very good on the conference front. It's a fantastic organization. You definitely want to be a part of it. So in doing this, you know, we've been able to work together. Uh, and so let's give some people some background, and then we can talk through the why. So Chrissy, you you kind of talked to me, I don't know, three, four months ago. You, you said, hey, I've, I've got this idea. I want to see if there's anything that uh, we can do through the mastermind channels to kind of get this idea out. And I'd be very transparent with you, as I told you from the very beginning, uh, I loved your idea of, of doing a, some sort of a, a women's council of leadership and or something to the effect of like women's uh, WCR, women's council of realtors in the real estate world, uh, something to that effect inside of NARPM to create more opportunities for all people to get more mm-hmm. speaking opportunities, get more education get that, that little fire going in uh, creating some good people that want to boost their confidence and create good presentations. Self-serving, very transparent, is putting on the Property Manager Mastermind Conference. That is always going to be uh, one of our forefront thoughts is getting good speakers, male, female, whomever. We want good speakers to come to the forefront. And I think there's just not a lot of opportunities to boost uh, some of the women speaking capabilities as there are in the men. So I don't want to sound like a jerk when I say something like that, but re- remember my background, guys. I, I went through the army. I went through the infantry. I was a college athlete. You know, I got all these speaking opportunities in front of soldiers, et cetera. And so I've got all that, you know, in the background. That was all given to me for free. A lot of women can do the same stuff, but it's just not as readily available. Okay. So Chrissy, I want you to talk through some of the why after I just babbled all that nonsense and give us some more some more information about what your what your plans are. Sure. And not so much this year because we haven't had the in-person conferences. I haven't seen it as much, but anytime there was a conference previously, I would notice a ton of women were just um, feeling left out. Like they weren't very well represented on stage. You know, Um, I think the stats I wrote in my original um, proposal to Kelly was like 70% of realtors are women. And we're not seeing, you know, even half that reflected on center stage. And I think women are feeling left out. So in seeing all these posts of like, where's the women, where are the women, you know, on center stage, it kind of just got me thinking, hey, maybe we can put together some kind of event. So I put out on a couple of Facebook groups, hey, what if I were to put a conference out there for women, by women? Um, The response was overwhelming. Um, And even more so the private messages were double what the responses were on the Facebook groups. So in that, it kind of became, oh my gosh, what do I do now? I don't know if these women who are volunteering to speak are any good, you know, and I don't want to put some woman on center stage who is not good, who is not prepared Um, for her sake and for the audience's sake. I've I've been in audiences where the speaker is just awful and you're like, oh, that poor person. And I don't want to sit through that. So I definitely don't. I apologize for my presentations previously that I've made you sit through. (laughs) It's my fault. If they were awful, that's my fault, Chrissy. Keep going. 
So we definitely don't want to do that. So um, you reached out to me, a couple of other um, group people reached out to me as well. And that's how this thing began. So that's, that's the, the, what's that called? Embryo in a nutshell. So what you and I talked about was kind of the methods and methodology of working with NARPM. And so what you did is you formed a committee. And mm -hmm. if I'm, I'm saying this correctly, and then we went to the leadership, which includes Kelly, who's in this uh, discussion. And you said, hey, we think we should be doing this, this, and this. Uh, we're going to need a slice off of a budget, you know, and part of the NARPM. But we feel the outcome is going to far outweigh any of the costs. So, Kelly, tell me a little bit more how you were involved in that and kind of what you thought of the whole thing. Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Chrissy, as I understood, I think I got into the middle of the conversation after she had gone to you and Gail Phillips, our CEO um, and executive director of, of our group came and said, hey, we've got these Chrissy and Brad and people are coming up with this idea. What do you think? And I was all over it. Um, you know, just personally for me, getting into a place in leadership and I actually hired a coach to help me learn how to speak and not just how to do it, but how do you know what to say? I, as a, Brad, you may know this so many times, I would write something that I thought would be valuable. And then, you know, the little voice in my head is, and nobody wants to hear you talk. Nobody wants to hear you talk. And you have to go get over that and gain that confidence to say, yeah, they do. I have something to say. And I think I, and it may be, I, and again, I don't want to stereotype, but in my experience, women will often talk themselves out of saying, I don't have anything to say. And I think we're really good at that. Whereas men may believe they do have something to say. And perhaps it's their experience, like you just described, you've had opportunity throughout your career, whether it would be in the military or in private enterprise that, you know, you have something to say where I think there's a lot of women out there who think I don't have the confidence or I don't have the, I don't have what it takes. And I think we all do. It's just about cultivating it and manifesting it in a way that creates confidence. And I, that's what I'm looking forward to on the November 12th event. And I think going forward, um, it, it does represent a huge amount of people in, in the realtor space and in the property management space that getting women out there and in front of the crowds, we do have a lot to say, and we just need confidence and training on how to say it and when to say it. And I believe, I yeah. believe that's a big point is the confidence level. Cause I, I've said this before many times, if, if someone were to put you on stage and say, hey, tell me about your 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 kids, okay? And Chrissy would say, oh, I've got all day. How long do you want? I'll tell yeah. you all day. Because you know in and out, in and out, everything that's going on with your kids, for example, or anything in your life that's like, you know, something that you know forwards and backwards. And that's what speaking is. If you know a topic about, okay, how this blue pen I'm holding up in the front of the screen that nobody can see on a podcast, but how is this blue pen made? If you don't know anything about that, how are you supposed to talk about it? It's like, ask me about mm -hmm. brain surgery. I'm like, I don't know anything about brain surgery, but you know, once in a while I can kind of get it right on the, on the property manager side with what's going on in the world. And so that's all about confidence. Now, this leadership council we, that you guys have really allowed to be put together and, and Chrissy's heading this up. The first event, Elevate Your Game, is what we want to talk about because part of what we want to do in this conversation is to uh, get people aware of the, of the leadership council that you created and then also talk about the first event coming up, which is November 12th. And there's going to be a, like a mini online virtual conference called Elevate Your Game. So Chrissy, tell us more about that. We are super excited to have our kickoff event. 
Um, I'll let Kelly talk a little bit more about the speaker aspect. I'll just give you the why we want to do this. So um, this event is going to be, it's geared towards women. Now we want to make it very, very clear. Men are 100% invited. Um, we want men to come. The goal is to elevate everybody's speaking game and to get new voices out there. So this first event is going to be, you know, how to become a speaker. So like all those women who messaged me on Facebook, you know, we want to speak. I've never, never done it before. So this is going to be kind of a, you know, basics, how to be a speaker is speaking, maybe something that you should consider, um, you know, those kind of training things is what this is really going to focus on. So we're going to have um, our main speaker, and I'm sorry, her name just escaped me, Kelly. Michelle, Michelle Mazur, yes. Dr. Michelle Mazur. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So she is our keynote speaker and uh, she has gone around speaking forever. And I believe she was Kelly's mentor for a while. So we're going to have that. We're going to have Liz and uh, Brian Birdie are going to be some of our other keynote speakers. And we're also going to have a, um, like a panel. So people can ask questions and then get some of our thoughts on those. I, I want to be as famous as Liz, because apparently she only needs one name. You don't have, have to give her last name. <laughs> She's like Madonna. Liz. Yeah. Madonna. Yeah. It's Liz Clayman yeah. and Kelly, she's right. the incoming. Am I correct? She's the she, uh, next. She year's. will be. Yeah. She'll be the 2021 president elect. So she'll, she will be the 2022 president of Narbon Liz Clayman. And she's out of the Denver area. As yeah. long as we can get through this year with Abernathy running the ship, you know, Scott, I'm hoping you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> no, we'll be fine. He's going to do a good job. Imagine a world where the phone doesn't ring, but tenant leads still get pre-qualified and scheduled. Where in-person showings get coordinated automatically in real time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Where occupants and owners are automatically notified of showings and leasing reports. Or imagine, no one has to show your rentals and they get leased faster than ever, safely and securely. That's the world of Tenant Turner. Come learn more about our beautiful scheduling software and world-class customer support. Call us, 888-976-4638 or visit www.tenantturner.com. Back to this event, Elevate Your Game. So we're going to hear a marquee speaker, uh, Dr. Mazur, and she's going to talk about some of the how's the why's and this is the, the confidence building tools kelly tell us more about what you think she's going to talk about so actually yeah it's all that we use what you just said brad too but it's it's why communication is so important and and why women may or may not have had the opportunity to going going forward in into the speaking arena if you will and I, to what christy said it's definitely having women on front and center but it's also equipping people men and women to speak up in the boardroom. You know, if you have an unpopular opinion and you, you know you're passionate about your beliefs and your thoughts and you think, oh, well, my thought really isn't that important. Well, it could be, and it could be game changing. You just need to speak up. I, I grew up thinking, um, I always had the silly questions, but I learned as I spoke up more and more that the question I was asking, half of the people were thinking. So how do you get to that point when you say, in the boardroom or even in a one-on-one -on -one conversation with a client or a tenant or in our workplace and a coworker, how do you have that communication skill and that uh, confidence to speak up 
whether it be in front of a thousand people or one person and everywhere in between. And so that's what, what Dr. Major or Michelle is going to talk about. Her company is called Rebel Speaker. And I found her uh, when I was starting out on this journey of becoming, a, uh, you know, just doing uh, breakout sessions for NARPM. I had some ideas I wanted to put together and she helped me formulate those ideas and helped me formulate a, a way to present them, a style, uh, you know, just kind of how you are, you know, you and I both present, Brad, and we present differently. We have a different style, but we're both valuable out in to different people and how they accept that communication. And that's what Michelle is going to talk about too. So one thing I wanted to ask you is when you were doing the research about this uh, and you said people were reaching out to you, kind of what was one of their main uh, questions, concerns, issues that you just kind of kept seeing over and over? What what were some of the things that people were talking to you about? Um, Definitely. So in the Facebook groups, the major, major question is why are there not, you know, a lot of women on stage? That's the biggest question. Um, even proportionally, even if we take, you know, um, half of what the statistics are, you know, even the 35% of brokers who are, you know, real estate brokers in the nation are, is that number even representative of what is on stage? So I, that was the biggest question. Um, and then in my Facebook messages, it was just a lot of volunteers. Hey, I'd like to do this. Um, how can I do this? How can I be a part of this? So I think the biggest thing is we want to feel more representative in in the speaking world. Yeah, the biggest challenge I would think is if you're trying to crack in is like, what do, what do I talk about? What do I present on? Uh, sometimes it's just the modern topics of the day. So a good example, I posted a, a note on, on the Facebook, you know, I call it the Facebook, just on how we could use TikTok in business. Well, I don't know. I don't have a TikTok account. You know, I'm not doing 30 <laughs> second videos. I, I watch my... 11 year old daughter, like obsessed over TikTok, like it's, you know, fire and we're a million years ago, but, you know, maybe somebody, if they were to grab this, a topic like that, I'm not trying to say this is the one topic that women need to talk about or anybody needs to talk about, but saying it's an example of something that's very modern. Do we have a place in the business world for TikTok? Big, long, lame example. I'm just trying to pose out there, but if somebody can become the subject matter expert, they can come up and educate the rest of us. And it could be a 20-minute fireside chat, you know, or an hour-long presentation with 50 slides. I mean, it really is something that someone has to identify what the hot topics are of the day and go for something like that and create a presentation and then bring it to local NARPM chapters and or even the national level broker owner national conference and say, I've got this presentation. I think it'll be very good. Uh, here's my practice session, et cetera. Now, I'm just kind of talking through it because as I started to speak for NARPM, I think it was, you know, 15 or 16, I started uh, kind of putting my ring in the, my name in the hat to try and get in there. Uh, I had to come up with a presentation. And so it was, you know, the world has changed since then, of course, but you just have to kind of create something that you can talk about. Again, going back to that lame example of, you know, if you were to talk about your kids on stage, you could have all day long to talk about because you know them forwards and backwards. So uh, going forward on some of the stuff we want to talk about, uh, what do you envision in this event, the Elevate Your Game? How do you think the panel is going to turn out? We're we going to hear some of the same questions. Uh, what do you think is going to be asked on the panel as far as how we can take this to the next level? Is there is there going to be some revelations that come out of there? What do you think, Chrissy? Go ahead, Kelly. I was just going to say, um, you know, uh, we're going to be meeting the panel, um, which will be the three of us and then Brian Birdie and Liz Clayman. Um, we'll be meeting with Michelle to kind of go over that, Brad. But in talking to 
to Michelle about it. Um, it's it's going to be more of a real conversation. Like, what were the challenges that you experienced when you first started? What were some What are some of the things that happened repeatedly? I remember uh, listening to Brene Brown and you know, world famous uh, doctor of sociology and 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 you know, culture and how we all interact and all that. And she still gets nervous when she talks on stage and being nervous. And that's one of those things that people think if you have enough practice, it goes away. I don't know about you, Brad, but it's never gone away for me. And now I've just channeled it into the point where I use it as energy instead of, instead of a negative, I try to shift it into a positive, but it is nerve wracking to, to get up. And even when you feel strongly about a thought, not even on stage, again, in a smaller group, if you're nervous about a thought, and your heart's racing, it probably means you need to say something. And that's always been my prompt to do that. But I think the panel is going to be just like, what's it like? You know, how, how is it for you? And how can I just an everyday person believe that I have something valuable to say? And how do I present it? Most nervous point I've ever really get when I do have a presentation going on is making sure the slides are ready. That's yeah. like, I don't know why that makes me the most nervous. Once I know the slides are good, and once I know the presentation is going to be up on the screen behind me, those are my talking points. And I have, I have like no problem from there, but I always get so nervous. Like, Oh, what if they don't have the right adapter? Or what if they don't have this yeah. going on? You know, it's, again, it's just that confidence level that you can get through. So let's, let's shift gears. I want to talk to um, Chrissy again, talk to us more about the committee and where you see this going long-term. I mean, past the, the initial event, of course, I'm very excited about that. Where do you see this going? This is going to be, it's not just going to be a one-time thing. This is going to be a continuous uh, development council. Talk us through more of that. Um, yeah, exactly. We're very, very excited. We're in the baby stages of forming this committee. Um, I mean, like super baby stages. And uh, like we said, so this first one is going to be, you know, what if you want to be a speaker? What do you start there? Some of the next things we're going to be doing are like TED Talks. Okay, so we have maybe 100 people come to this first meeting, maybe 25 feel, hey, I'm really called to be a speaker. So the next one may be, okay, give us, you know, a three minute conversation, a little speech about whatever's on your, your mind. Okay. So I can give a speech about my son's turtle who's sitting there right next to me. So it, it's going to be kind of that some little basic trainings. Um, honestly, like we said, full disclosure, this is the first time I've ever done something like this. So I'm going to be soaking it up as much as anybody else who joins in. So um, that's where it's going. We're going to develop these speakers and hopefully one of these days, these little fledglings that we, we get into our little nest will go off and become these amazing speakers in the world. What I envision as a really good uh, kind of method for this leadership council is to continue to do these types of events to bring in mm -hmm. the Dr. Mazers of the world and say, okay, we're going to do a two hour or three hour presentation once a quarter, once a year, whatever you guys decide on the committee and then give the people the opportunity to attend that, male and female, to attend that, that development training. And whether they want to be better leaders or better speakers or better just business people in general, that type of like individually single, singularly focused training is going to do very well for the entire organization. Kelly, what do you think? I agree, um, Brad. I, I'm hoping that over time, as NARPM develops with, with this committee and, and you know we get a budget in there that we can get people like you said, that are experts in their industry to help broaden, not just the women, but, but women's challenges to address the challenge that women have in the workforce that men may not um, have, or maybe they do. And that's, you know, something that'll be approached, but to create an environment where it's um, a whole 
broad spectrum of what is needed in order to be successful wherever you are, um, whether it be in the, the speaking arena or the leadership or maybe in your family or whatever. One of the things that I've noticed, and I remember reading a book about it when my kids were little, um, about women can have it all. They just can't have it all at once because we sequence our lives. You know, Chrissy mentioned earlier that she's kind of headed into the the next phase where her kids don't need her and her husband in a, on a day-to-day as much as they used to. So we sequence, you know, there were times when my three kids were all playing sports. So I could never have thought of volunteering like this because I was too busy driving them to all of their events or whatever it is. So we can sequence and how can we make that happen? Um, so it's not, so it's more blended. So there's more of the blended opportunities throughout a woman's career versus waiting for each sequence to finish and start something new. I, I don't know if that makes sense, but that's what I'm hoping this uh, Women's Leadership Council will address and how, how we can support one another to make it happen when we want it to happen, not when the circumstances around us make it happen. Um, I just wanted to jump in on the communication aspect. I think communication as to, in general in society is very poor. Um, I think we need to learn to be better communicators in general, you know, with our tenants, with our spouses, with, you know, our owners within our boardrooms, whatever we, you know, whoever we communicate with, I think communication and gaining communication skills will be something that it will prove to be invaluable to anybody. Where do you see some of this end state is going to be? I mean, let's say six months, a year, two years from now, is this going to, I could imagine this could be uh, a development type of a win. It's almost like you're coaching little league and you, you coach a kid and the kid goes out and does something really good and he's standing on first base and he's all happy. He's six years old. And you say, yeah, I taught him how to swing that bat to where he could get a hit and get on first base. I can see that happening to where, you know, we take, uh, not we, I'm like you, your leadership development council can take someone and create them into a very good, very sought after type of an individual on the speaking front and or the business front in itself. So I, I think that's very exciting. Now, um, I'm forgetting all my chain of thought. You guys got to help me out here. There's so much I want to talk about in this. Keep going. Keep going. Uh, what do we want to talk about, Kelly? We talk about well, all this stuff. I don't know. Well, I think like you said, though, Chrissy, there's a lot of enthusiasm, not just from women in that have seen this, but from men, men saying, wait, does that mean I can't, I can't participate? And we're, I think our, Chrissy, I think I can speak for you on this, that no, definitely. We want all perspectives. We want men and women participating. And for two reasons, one, because it helps everyone elevate their game. And I use that term a lot because that's my theme, elevate the vision. Um, But also it gives, and to your point, Christy, communication, it gives either sex, male or female, the opportunity to empathize with the other and to understand where's the other one coming from? Where are they headed? How is it to be in their shoes? um, And how can I help support them in their journey? Uh, to to success in their professional career or wherever it is that they may be. Awesome. Right. Appreciate, appreciate you guys' time. Or Chrissy, you want to go ahead? Yeah, I was just going to say that. Um, and it flew out of my head. That's, I don't know. <laughs> that, I'm so, I've heard that's a big left-handed trait that things just fly out of your head. But I'm sorry, it'll come to me at some point. What we want to talk about next is making sure everybody understands what uh, the next steps are. So if you want to find out more, you can go to narpum.org. Uh, there's going to be a, a flyer on there. I'm going to post the link into the show notes, of course, but they can always look into this through the website, narpum.org. So on behalf of Kelly and Chrissy, I'm going to go ahead and sign off on the podcast here. Look forward to seeing you guys at the Leadership Council event coming up with Women's Leadership Council Elevate Your Game. And that's going to be 12 November, starting at 2.30 
Eastern Standard Time. Look forward to seeing you guys there. This show is sponsored by the best home inspection software on the market for property managers. We endorse and use Z Inspector as our software of choice for our team to document home inspections. We particularly like their 360 degrees camera system that produces amazing views of the interior room. Your clients will love Z Inspector documented inspections you provide them. Visit www.zinspector.com to learn more. This has been a podcast episode by propertymanagementproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast, leave us feedback, and come back for our next episode.